Happy Monday! Hey guys, this is Cordelia on the We Heal Together podcast. Today we are talking about internal family systems therapy or IFS therapy. As always, check out the show notes for all my citations, worksheets that you can do related to this episode, information about me, where to buy my work book, where to find me on Instagram, all that good stuff. And let's get healing. episode, we are getting into internal family systems. Internal family systems therapy, IFS, is also the acronym for it. Big picture, what is it? It was developed in the mid-1980s by Richard Schwartz. It is a psychotherapy method. The idea behind it is we are all made up of parts. Each human being is made up of many, many different parts. So IFS really looks at these parts as sub-personalities within each person. But for ease, I'm just going to refer to them throughout this podcast as parts. Some people do refer to IFS as parts work. So IFS therapy is really where you're working on the dialogue between all these different parts that exist within you. And if you think about it, it's called internal family systems. And Richard Schwartz, again, he is who created this. He he tells us that a system is, quote, any entity whose parts relate to one another in a pattern. So IFS claims that each one of us has this system inside of us, like this inner family, this inner unit inside of us. So our system or the system inside of us, according to IFS, is our self. That's going to be self with a capital S and the parts. One analogy that they is commonly used is an orchestra and then the conductor. So the self is the conductor, and then all the parts are just like the different members of the orchestra. So I'm going to break down some core principles for you. A big thing that you hear a lot with IFS is all parts are welcome. So we all have parts, and the principle is, hey, none of these parts are bad. So every single part inside of us actually holds good intent. It actually holds positive intent. And the goal is never to eliminate parts, but to make them non-extreme. So a big concept that we have to discuss and define here on the front end is the concept of self. Again, in IFS, capital S with, so S is in Sam. This is our authentic part of who we are. 
it's present from birth. It's our core. It's our center. It's where you feel grounded and centered. It, it kind of parallels that concept of, you know, your soul, mindfulness, free will, things like that. It's who we want to be in charge. It's who we want as the conductor. It's the place where you're really able to observe and interact with the other parts that exist within you. And when you are fully within the self, you have the power to really be centered and calm and open and connect with the other parts within you and with people outside of you. When you're in self, or if you're wondering, like, how do I know if I'm in self? IFS offers eight C's that they say these are the qualities that embody self. So if you ask yourself, you know, if you're wondering how you feel towards a certain part, if you're able to answer, yeah, like I feel open to all these things that Cordelia is about to say. That means you're acting from within self. So calm, curiosity, compassion, confidence, courage, clarity, connectedness, and creativity. Self-leadership then would mean that you're leading from the self. Okay, so next big thing that we need to define are parts. So what exactly are these parts? And again, I said that was another name for these sub-personalities. First of all, how are they created exactly? So if you experience trauma, if there's some kind of family, you know, imbalance or some kind of relationship, these parts develop and they take on roles as coping mechanisms. Each part is really an entity of its own and it's activated during certain times. And your internal system has all these parts and it's really just like this big family with people of all different ages. Some people have different personalities and, you know, each part is different. It's the concept. Every bit, every part within you is just a little bit different. And different parts are triggered at different times because they each kind of have a different purpose. And when a part becomes extreme, in IFS, we call that carrying burdens. They're carrying a burden, and it's not really helpful once it gets to that extreme state. So in IFS, there are three groups of parts in general. One, the exiles or the lost children. Two. Managers, these are proactive. Three, firefighters, these are reactive. So I'm going to break these down a little further in a minute, but just general, I'm going to give you quick definitions here. So exiles, these are the parts of you that are kind of locked away. They're locked away because they're burdened with shame, guilt, fear of not being lovable. As the name implies, exiles, they're exiled away. Managers. So this is the protector part. It's a proactive part. And again, these are groups. So when I say part, I really mean you could have 
20 managers inside of you. You could have 40 exiles. You could have one exile. I'm just talking about these in terms of groups. So managers, this is the part of you that keeps the exiles locked away. And they don't want the exiles to escape. They don't want them to come out and kind of overwhelm you and feel pain and feel all those emotions. And so they're trying to just like arrange your life, manage your life to avoid the pain. They're really doing a good job to kind of manage the system and keep keep everything kind of suppressed as best they can. Firefighters, these again, this is the third group. They are reactive, but they are also a protector part. And this is when like the exiles get out. They're actually activated and you're you're starting to feel what the exiles want you to feel. So they want they have that same goal that the managers have. They want to keep the exiles away. But since the exiles are already out, they have to be reactive. They can't be proactive. So managers are kind of trying to stop the exiles on the front end. Firefighters are reacting and so they're trying to Basically, put them back away. Put them back away because they're already out. And so their strategies are like distracting you from this hurt, from this shame, from this emotion, and trying to basically dissociate and block whatever pain. And so and with firefighters, you think of like addictive behaviors like drinking or numbing yourself out, things like that. So according to IFS, the self is always present. But we might not even really be aware of that or because we're not really connected to it and the self isn't leading. And that's because one of these parts, one of these groups of parts, have either blended or like taken over the system. They've taken control, essentially. So I'm going to break these down a little bit further now. So managers and firefighters, they're both protectors. They're both working to do the same thing. They're both working to really protect you from any pain that the exiles might bring. So they're protecting you by either suppressing it and, or preventing it. Managers are proactive. Firefighters are reactive. And IFS by the way, is more concerned on the front end with working with these protectors because these are really the parts that can take over. So the goal of IFS, like I said earlier, is that self-leadership to lead from the self. And so we want really the goal is to have the self be in that seat in charge and not these other parts. Because really, Whatever, if, if you're not leading from yourself, from the self, then another part is leading. And also keep in mind, one or more parts can be activated at one time. This doesn't have to just be like, okay, only the managers are present. Only, you know, these can all be kind of simultaneous and happening all at once. So when you think of exiles, think of the young and vulnerable parts that experience some kind of stress or trauma. They often have those extreme feelings or beliefs that I was telling you about, and 
they're coming from a place like they want to be cared for and they have a story that they want told, they want validated. When, you know, think of that wounded kind of inner child that is isolated from everything else. So some examples of what, when an exile might be the part in charge and thinking is, I'm too fat, I'm not good enough. If I don't lose weight, I'm going to die alone. Let's compare that to our protector part. So managers. This is the system, the group of parts that's trying to avoid situations where an exile gets activated. So again, they're trying to avoid feeling pain. Think about it like at your job. You might have multiple managers, multiple supervisors, and each one might manage with a different style. So again, this is You don't just have one manager. This is a group of managers. There may be different strategies. So common kind of managerial behaviors would be perfectionism, controlling, being highly critical of yourself, people-pleasing, avoiding risk, having anxiety. So some examples would be, okay, I'm going to... I'm going on a diet because I'm avoiding feeling pain. Like I know that there is this this feeling that I have associated with weight. And so I'm just going to go ahead and go on a diet. I'm going to go ahead and go to the gym every single day because if I go to the gym every day and I'm this weight and I'm controlling everything, I'm proactively avoiding these parts of myself that could get triggered. I'm going to just go and eat before I even go out with my friends. And that way, that part of me won't get triggered when I'm in that situation where I think everybody is looking at me. Okay, the other protector part, the firefighters. So remember, same goal as the managers, but they got different strategies here. These things, they are reactive. They're automatically activated whenever the exile kind of, when the exile is able to get past, like the managerial strategies don't work. So the exiles break out and basically you're feeling pain. You're feeling those parts of yourself, those young, vulnerable parts of yourself. They escape. And they're called firefighters because they're literally trying to extinguish those feelings. They're trying to dissociate. They're trying to numb out. So examples here are drinking, drugs, eating, so like binging, self-harm. Some This would be somebody who cuts themselves, you know, whenever those thoughts are triggered. This is the firefighters that have taken control at that point. Now, parts can be blended, and that's when they're really undifferentiated, or Parts can also be burdened. And so that's when there's like beliefs, memories, emotions, or sensations that are kind of from the past. And again, these are most often associated with exiles. And once that is relieved, once it becomes unburdened, they actually can come out to just be like this playful, innocent, loving part. So that's kind of a really cool thing that can happen in IFS. And again, any part that has an extreme 
side to it is it's just going to be anything that's really dysfunctional and really kind of out there. So the goal with IFS is to get to know the part. You're not trying to get rid of them. You're really trying to create this a healthy system where the self is leading and you're learning to trust the self. And you're really trying to go away from either being reactive or proactive and just being led by the self. And creating less of a need for these other parts. So creating less of a need for the managers and the firefighters. So you really want in IFS a person to build strength in their self and then have self-leadership. Have the self being in that conductor position. So there's some, some really big things that I want to preface here. You don't want to unburden and you don't want to proceed really until somebody is fully able to operate from that self, operate from the self. So you're really not going to try to get to know these other parts until you have enough of the self to separate from them. And it really is such a complex process that I do strongly encourage people to find somebody, a licensed therapist that knows about IFS. And the thing is, with IFS, it's always going to start with working with the protectors. You need to work with the protectors first before you're able to work with the exiles. And then you really need to get permission from the protectors to be able to proceed. And again, you really cannot move forward with working with these parts, with working with any of the parts, until you are coming from a neutral place, until you either have neutral or positive. I'll say that. So as long as there's not negative feelings towards a part of you, that is when you can proceed. When you're acting from the self, when you're acting from those eight C's and you can look at it and say, I feel these things, that is when that step in the process comes into play and you are able to move forward and kind of ask questions and get to know those parts. Now, since this is a podcast and I always include resources, I'm still going to give you guys resources. For those of you who want to learn more about this on your own. So in the show notes, I put links to these um, three book recommendations I put. One is Self-Therapy, a step-by-step guide to creating wholeness and healing your inner child using IFS, a new cutting-edge psychotherapy second edition by Jay Early. The second one I put is You're the One You've Been Waiting For, Internal Family Systems by Richard C. Schwartz. And the third is Internal Family Systems Therapy, Second Edition by Richard C. Schwartz. I've also put in the show notes a link to the folder that I added on the Google Drive with all my self-healing resources that I always put from the podcast and from my Instagram page as well. And there's about eight different worksheets on here for you. 
all in a folder called internal family systems. I am going to direct you to the one called Exploring Your Own System, and that's by Derek B. Scott. It has a really good overview, and it is a good breakdown for somebody who's trying to understand this a little bit more on their own as well. And there are, he kind of lays out the parts as well. And he actually has, it's on page eight of the PDF, and he says, he lays out the IFS process. And so the first thing he puts is accessing parts. He tells us there are various ways to access your parts, situational, re-experience in that setting situation, connecting with the parts that got activated, emotional, accessing feelings that are already present, Somatic, locating the feelings within your body. Visual, sensory, describing what the feelings look like. And verbal, accessing that part or the feeling with the message it carries. So he says, you can ask yourself, is there a part of me I'd like to get to know better? What part is here right now? What do I notice in or around my body? How do I sense or experience it? Does it feel okay to focus on it right now, or do I have any concerns about doing that? He says, okay, now once you do that, once you've located the part, you need to be sure to check for self-leadership. So how do I feel towards this part? Am I open to it? How do I experience the quality of connection? Is there a heart connection? How do I feel looking at that? He says, be present. So how close are you to it? How close can you get to it? And is it possible to kind of stay present? Once you are able to get to a place where you're trying to get to know the part, good questions to ask are, what is your job? What would happen if you didn't do your job? If you didn't have to do this job, what would you rather do? And so if you could do your job, but maybe we could tweak this one little thing. Would that be okay with you? And I think this model of therapy is really awesome because, I mean, in general, from my own personal experiences, I think counseling and healing, tends we tend to be drawn to those wounded parts, the exiles. And we kind of, again, in my experience, it's been, the protectors are kind of written off as, okay, these are bad things. And so I like that IFS is like, we're going to pause and we're really not going to get to these wounded parts until we really love these protector parts. And we're not going to call them bad parts, like they're good parts of you. They are trying to protect you all parts are welcome and I recognize what this part is really trying to do. So the last worksheet I want to point out on the Google Drive that I put on there is called Parts Worksheet and it it goes through like eight steps. So it, it breaks it down by phases but Phase one, they put step one, is noticing part. So 
again, this is what I was talking about. Like when you're operating from the self, your experience has those eight seats. So when you're not experiencing those qualities, you're not operating from self. So step two, you're going to find the part in or around your body. So you might be a feeling, a word, an energy, a sensation. And then step three is focusing on that part. Step four is assessing how do you feel towards that part. And then you don't want to go on to phase two, like I said, unless you feel like you're acting from the self, like you feel good or neutral feelings towards that part. Phase two, they put, at that point, you can befriend the part and discover what's it all about. How does he feel to kind of get to know that part better? And if it wasn't burdened, what would you prefer it to do? And phase three, they list step six and sevens are like, what are the other parts that you're concerned about? And how can you facilitate a healthy relationship with these? So again, IFS is really, I think it's awesome. And again, I strongly encourage you to find a licensed therapist or counselor that is trained in this because they know all of this stuff. But I wanted to give you some resources and I wanted to give you an explanation of what this theory is all about so that you can, number one, have resources, have a better understanding, have knowledge. Number two, maybe you've never even heard of it before, and now you have this knowledge and access to, okay, I want to look into, like, a therapist that knows this stuff. Number three, I wanted to give you some worksheets, some books, some things that, if you were intrigued by this episode, that you can go and work work on your own. So it's awesome. I appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, there's a new podcast episode every single Monday. Check out the show notes for all citations for everything that I discussed in this episode, as well as the book recommendations and the worksheets. And last few things I wanted to mention, I published a workbook for anybody going through a divorce or a breakup, 98 pages. It's available worldwide, ebook or print. The Check out the show notes for the link to that. If you like the content in my podcast, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Codependent Recovery. And I have a lot of similar content and would love to have you there. And I also, in October, I launched a community where I am trying to build community. And there is, it's on Zoom, two options. There's either a community hang once a month on Zoom. That's $3 a month. There is book club. We read one book and then we meet on Zoom. That's $3 a month. If you do both, it's $6 a month. And then I recently made a Discord server for all members that we can talk on between meetings. So somebody had actually a few people requested I do that. So I just got that all set up. Um, I'm super excited to have you here from bottom of my heart. I appreciate you listening. I hope you learned something and 
I hope you guys just have an amazing day. I'll see you next Monday, friends.